Hi and welcome to the Sanji Land Show where everybody's upside down. Everybody, including you and you. And you not, but whatever. Every day is upside down in Sanji Land. Today, my guest is Pieti, also from Finland and also from the circus school in Kiev. And you just finished your first year, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, you saw the interview with Kaisa last week. So this is her boyfriend. I mean, I don't want to. Um, I I don't want you to be defined as her boyfriend. But yeah, but it's, like, it's better. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. Um, what's your story? How did you get into hand balance? Um, I did wushu before. It's like this Chinese acrobatic sport, like mm-hmm. gymnastics, pretty much. Like you do tricks and you get scores. And uh, then I injured my ankle. I was really bored. I had to do something, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna learn to press the handstand because I've always had like really weak upper body, so I wanted to do, be able to do something with my upper body too, mm-hmm. and that's how it started, and it turned out to be really fun, and I also started thinking like, okay, I could actually make a living doing this. Huh. With Hushu, it's it's really not possible. Like competing, there's no money involved. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking like, yeah, maybe it could be. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna learn the one arm handstand. And then I only did train my right arm for six months, and I got really crooked. But I <laughs> wow. learned it on my right. Oh my god! And. Uh, yeah, then I decided that I'm going to apply to a circus school mm-hmm. and then I did and the same as Kaiser was in Finland mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, two years there and now here. Oh my god, so you basically also just taught yourself yeah. to like first stand on two arms and then just stand on one arm. Yes. How do you know how to teach yourself? Like, that's it's so a, crazy. With Wushu, I also taught myself a lot from like YouTube videos. Ah. So I guess that's something I'm just used to doing. Mm-hmm. And then I film myself and try to make it look the same as in the YouTube videos. Okay. And that's what I still do. Like, I'm. Uh, not comfortable training if I don't feel myself all the time because I feel like I'm my own coach in a way always so yeah yeah. just trying to imitate and later on then just try to focus on the actual balance like it was actually pretty bad at first because I thought of it like I just have to make the same shape as in the YouTube videos but I wasn't focused at all in the actual balancing aspect. Hmm. So, yeah, that helps to to not just try to imitate, but actually hold the hands. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a huge um, insight yeah. for people who are trying to teach themselves by YouTube yeah. videos. Yeah. Wow. Uh, why did you only train your right arm? Because I was like, okay, I'm going to train my right arm. And then I'm gonna be able to teach my left arm like faster. Okay. It kind of makes sense. Kind of, yeah. Um, does that have, like, do you have any issues because of that? 
Yes, uh, I still like the le- the weaker arm is gonna be behind anyways. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like my weak arm will always be at least six months behind because I for the first six months I only did my right arm. So it's been really hard learning stuff on my left arm compared to the right. Mm. Now I feel like I'm starting to like develop the feeling for the balance on my left. But before it's just been like right arm is the balancing arm and left arm is just pure luck. Like Huh, it still feels like that? Sometimes, yeah. Now it's like during the last year it's got a lot better. Mm. But yeah. Okay, so when you got into mm, that circus school in Finland, was it the same reason why you came here to Kiev afterwards? Yeah. Or like, what was your thought process on that? Um, I wanted to be a hand balancer, and I wanted to do handstands, and uh, that's why I went there. And it turns out there was so much other stuff I had to do that I didn't have the time for training. We had a really good coach coach there. He's been training here also and in Moscow. Oh, wow. And he's still performing on a really good level. But uh, it was only one or two classes in a week. That's nothing. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't enough. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I, we decided to come here. Why do they do that? Do you know? Um, I think it's because they feel like they want to give the students everything mm-hmm. so that they can work anywhere and do anything and but it's a generalist yeah but um to give the students as much work possibilities as possible but okay. in the end the competition is huge in in this uh field yeah so you so you have to be on a decent level in at least something yeah So they kind of, I think, forget that. And also, mm-hmm. like, I have done some straps and acro before, but still hand balancing is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think if I couldn't do hand balancing at all, I would just find another profession, like a biologist or something. Really? Yeah. So <laughs> it's either hand balance or nothing. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like physical. I don't think I would stick stick to circus if I don't do hand balance. That's really interesting. Yeah. What is it about hand balance? I don't know. I I think it's just like it's very good for my personality. Like I like to like have one thing I focus on a lot mm-hmm. and investigate the little details and take my time with things. And with hand balancing it's just like You're just looking at your hand and it's shaking a little bit and then you're trying to concentrate and it's like <laughs> yeah it's it's good for my personality i guess that's so interesting because biology you could see it in a similar way like yeah. if you're in a laboratory and you're kind of investigating yeah. and uh when i was little i was really into like insects and nature and later on fishing that was my like one big thing mm-hmm. so yeah I've always had like one big thing I'm focusing on and now it's about cool so how was your journey when you came here to Kiev 
Um, how was your skill level and how did it develop till now? Um, I was not so far from where I'm now, but um, I used to do, I didn't have canes here, so I had to do floor. And uh, I used to do a lot of floor, but then uh, they made me, I used to do like this. The cup hand. Yeah, the cup mm -hmm. hand. And then made me change to this. Yeah. And it just like, I was back to zero, like. So like, you couldn't balance on two arms, that's what you told me. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, like um, I had no power in my fingers. I had no feeling for it. So it was like I went from training one-arm switches on the floor to training just two arms tucked straight. I was able to do two times and then I fell. <laughs> wow, that must tuck so hard for your motivation. Yeah, yeah, it was hard. And I, um, for the whole like fall, I didn't even have blocks. Mm -hmm. So I just had to stick with it. And uh, now I'm changing changed back to this it's to your old, old yeah. hand grip yeah. oh really why um i don't know it's just everything just works so much better okay like, yeah there, there are preferences and things that work for different people but yeah. for me it's like this is just i think um i have really flexible wrists so i don't really get like any i have to like if i have to push in front I have to do it with just force. I don't have anything like any support okay. in my hand, I guess. That's really interesting, actually. So do you think there is like one perfect technique for everybody? No, because uh, everybody is very different. And for me, for example, my right arm is very different from my left arm. I think probably because of the beginning like I haven't turned my right arm but it's like I have to I can't apply even for myself apply the same principles for the right arm and left arm oh. so to different people like uh, I think there's just too much variables to fit everyone in one mold the, way I, the way I see it is just that you just have to learn just balance to navigate your own body. Yeah. Yeah. Because in the end, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Just like be straight and stay there. That's what our teacher in Finland used to say that like, I, I tended to overthink everything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, where should my, where should I like feel like I'm pushing my legs and where should my shoulder go and everything. And he was just like, no, just stay. And it, it just like started working really well. Huh. Think less. Think less and do more. And also I was here in the Royal Art Summer School mm -hmm. two years ago. And I was training there. With Natalia. Yeah. And I had all these like very specific questions about handstands and technique and stuff. And then at one point uh, she had taught us her some come translate and she was like uh, she told, told me like uh, you should do more like moving the blocks so that you don't have to ask so many questions 
And then I just did, I did the summer school and I went to Finland and I just did like moving the blocks yeah. and some flags for one month. And then I tried to do the one arms and it was so much better than before. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to overthink. Yeah. Because we're cognitive people somehow. Yeah. And I don't know. I think to a certain degree, if you understand what you're doing, it helps. But there's a line where yeah. when when you start to just be too much in your head about it, yeah. it becomes counterproductive for sure. Yeah, I I've crossed the line so so many times. Like at at best, I think I've changed my whole technique like three times in one session. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like you don't develop any muscle memory, so it's not yeah. gonna work anyway. Like you can try all the tricks, like I can put my shoulder more here and turn more here and stuff like that. But in the end, you just have to stick to one thing yeah. and just grind it out until it works. Yeah. Oh my god, I need to hear this because <laughs> I am a little bit like that. And I mean, you know, my straddle one arm, I always mm. twist an insane amount on the right side, but not on the left side. Yeah, so, it was the same for me too. Really? How did you get rid of that? Just, I think, repetition mm. and developing the feeling for... Like, just recently I watched the first video I have for, from me holding a final handstand. Mm. And I was like, my legs were on, on completely like horizontal level mm -hmm. and it was like twisted like really a lot. But you were holding it? I was holding it, yeah. And after I started holding it, I started to develop the strength and the feeling for it. And then it just kind of fixed itself mm -hmm. in the end. But it was, a, it was a long process, but yeah. Huh. Because, so everybody I talk to is trying to make me fix the rotation. Almost everybody I talk to. Hmm. And... The thing is, I don't have the feeling of when I'm straight, I I could never hold it. Like, I don't feel nothing. But no. when I'm rotated, I feel like, okay, this could work, but the position is just crappy. No. What is your advice in my case? Mm, I don't know. I would say just... Well, the blocks walk, block walks are great tool for, for myself to fix like any technique issues mm. like because you have you get so much repetition of just like pushing into one arm mm. the weight shift so uh, mm. for example if I have a really bad day and nothing stays mm -hmm. I'm gonna do block walks and try to think as little as possible and just concentrate on like supporting myself with the hand mm -hmm. and I don't even think like if I'm gonna be straight or not, and usually I just end up being straight. That's super interesting. What are you working on right now for yourself? Um, I have this idea like I have to be on this certain level until I'm ready to move on from school, mm -hmm. and uh, which means that I'm gonna have all the straight positions and transitions between them on one arm 
like tuck straight straddle and uh, figures on both sides and all the flags on both sides mm-hmm. and then load to crack and one on like crack up mm-hmm. and one on press and um, now I'm just cleaning my the straight positions and the transitions and uh, then I'm working on load to crack and crack pop and after I get those I feel like I'm gonna start working on the one arm press because because now it would be too much like total stress on my body mm-hmm. I would just break couldn't do anything so yeah, the load is already like everybody's pretty much at their um, yeah. edges. Yeah. Yeah. I also saw you do some planching in your practice yeah. and also yeah. Kaisa, which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she, I'm, I have to fangirl her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, planching is it's like a, it's something I'm not really focusing on, but. I definitely want to have a good planche in my act someday. Mm. Just a shuttle planche. Uh, I'm really tall, so I'm, and I have really long arms, so full planche would be require so much for me. But with a nice shuttle planche would be cool, and also a good Mexican. But those are like some things. Like if I have energy, I will work on them. But mm. that's not the main priority. So it's more at the end of the practice yeah. if there's something left. Yeah. If there's time to kill, I will do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you thinking about your future already? Where you want to go and what you will do? Mm, yeah. Um, well, Cirque du Soleil, of course. <laughs> that would be the ideal life to perform there on a level that I'm satisfied in. Yeah. And... Uh, also some maybe smaller shows, maybe some like uh, I used to do this like handstand comedy number in Finland. Mm. This bright green bodysuit and it's hard to explain, but that's something I would also like to continue. Mm-hmm. So comedy in handstands? Yeah. In general or like the specific number? Uh, yeah, the specific number, I think. Mm. So yeah, but that would be like Cirque du Soleil, serious, impressive, epic number, and then some like smaller comedy gig, mm-hmm. handstand gigs in some places. Cool. And also teaching at some point. Mm. I feel like you could already teach because you're such a thoughtful person and like you have a lot to say about yeah. uh, technical things. And yeah. like you already said it yourself, like yeah. you went over the top with overthinking things <laughs> yeah that's that's what i do i think about things <laughs> yeah um have you thought about starting online coaching or offering coaching maybe yeah um in a small amount yeah uh next summer we have some workshops in finland nice and i'm also offering private lessons i haven't got any requires yet but i hope you will get some after this interview <laughs> Let's hope so. But uh, yeah, online coaching would definitely be an option at some point. Yeah, it's like uh, 
the workshops like like live situation mm-hmm. is uh, I feel like it's for like testing out how things feel. Yeah. And after that, it online coaching. I think I will go into it. Yeah, I also feel like um, real life experience and hand on experience is so valuable, and I don't see yeah. how people give online coaching without that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, super interesting life of yours here and also your future. Thank you. I want to talk more. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know more about it. Um, I asked the same question to Kaisa. Um, what, how do you feel about the life here in Kiev, just in general, also uh, regarding your training and your daily life? Um, it's... Uh it's very different to what I'm used to in Finland. Um, it's hard to find the same foods. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's like as long as I'm training, it's it's okay. But if I'm like injured for a while, mm-hmm. it's it's really heavy because there's like I would need to like really put effort to finding new other things to do here yeah than just hand balancing and like all the like the whole social life here is about hand balancing yeah that's what everyone talk about all the time so it's (laughs) as long as you're like training all the time it's it's super good yeah but outside of that it's it would require some effort to I guess the only option is to never get injured yeah. when you're in yeah. Kiev. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're injured, just work around it. Or yeah. I don't know. How do people deal with it here? Yeah. I don't know. I play Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when you're, what kind of injury do you have or did you have? Um, I've had some back problems. Like um, my middle back is super stiff. And sometimes mm-hmm. it gets really painful and like my rotation is very limited oh. and pretty much for the last, I think, two years, like every time I breathe super deep in, it hurts in my back. Interesting. Yeah. But that, that's something I've been kind of used to and it really doesn't bother the training that much, but sometimes that like irritates more and then I'm out for a while Mm. and now I've had like this shoulder injury from water parks it didn't come down like as planned and something happened but then uh, yesterday I actually did some rubber band exercises like this one guy at the gym told me to do like everything with the rubber band that doesn't hurt and I did it for a few minutes and then I woke up in the morning and it was like absolutely no pain at all. Oh, cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. Magic so things I guess, happen. I guess that's going to be how I deal with shoulder injuries from now on. Do rotata- uh, rotational? Cut. Yeah, like this and like every direction. Mm-hmm. That doesn't hurt. Sounds smart. Okay, I'm going to ask you one last question to wrap it up. And that is... What is your advice for those kinds of people like you and me who tend to overthink things? Um, 
just uh, to focus on the feeling more yeah. and like pretty much if if you're supporting yourself with the arm then the rest of the body will obey the arm okay so you don't really have to be so concerned about like push up chest in background abs in like all those little details yeah that's gonna just interfere with the feeling of the balance mm. you just do a lot of repetition and stick with one technique don't don't do what I do and change the technique <laughs> three times in one session. Yeah. That's that's not gonna lead to muscle memory and that's not gonna lead to like mm. me being confident about the tricks. Mm. That's just gonna lead to this huge confusion that handstands is about luck and not skill. Like for me it's been so so long time that it's just like Especially on my left arm, like I do the weight shift, and then I put the fingers, and it's like I have no idea what's gonna happen when I take the arm off. Like, oh, it stayed, and then the right arm is like, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just keep it very simple. And if you have a bad day, don't change everything because you had a bad day. Just stick with it. Do something simple like block walks or something. Mm. And just work through it. Yeah. Basically. And if you do the exercises, then at some point it also has to like there has to be some some improvement. Like no matter what you do, if you just do the same thing over and over again, you're gonna get better at it. Mm. So yeah, I think that's the main point. That's amazing advice. Very good. Thank you. I'll take it to heart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so, so much for coming on the show. Thank you. And also for like making our life here so nice. It's so great to hang out with all of you. You too. And we'll definitely come back next year, as I said already That's in awesome. one of the interviews. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah. Um, I will put all of his contact information down below. Check him out on Instagram. He's amazing. And also look out for his workshops. Or are you going to do the workshops together, you and Kaisa? Yeah. Even better. <laughs> oh my god. Go to their workshops, meet them. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed this interview. As always, if you have questions, comment down below. And other than that, remember that it's never too late to start doing what you love. And I'll see you next Monday on the Sunday Land Show. Yeah. Hi! Hi! Are we ready? <laughs> <laughs>